G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. Is there ever a day where you ought not to draw attention to the idea of prayer? What we're talking about is a communication between God and man, God and the individual, a communication between God and you and I. Let's talk about prayer again today. Robin Johnson leads the Million Praying Men ministry, and his inspiration is about men who take responsibility to become prayers away from the formality and into a lifestyle of prayer which is based on a level of humility and wanting to communicate with God in the way that he's called us to. Robin Johnson, a special welcome back to 2020. Thank you, Neil. It's great to be back with you and all the listeners. Robin, let's talk about elements of the sort of prayer life uh, that will be an effective prayer life. Uh, I often talk to you about prayer and we talk about the formality of prayer and sometimes that get, gets in the way of our intimacy with God. Uh, but what is it that you would say would be the essential elements of the prayer life for a man, and we're talking about a million praying men, uh, for a man's prayer life, what would be the essential attributes that ought to be considered and, in, and included? Um, that's a good question, Neil. I, I have three that um, I've, I've recently written an article on, um, and I wouldn't say that these are, uh, are absolutely exclusive, because um, I have several messages where there are three. <laughs> yeah. But um, I, I was drawn back to um, the thoughts that we have in, in uh, written by the prophet Micah, um, where he says, um, he's told you, O oh man, what is good, and what does the Lord require of you but to do justice, to love kindness, and to walk humbly with your God. Um, and it's recorded in Micah 6 and verse 8. Um, and, and I've looked at this over the, uh, over the years, and I was thinking about prayer the other day, and, and this scripture came to mind, and I thought, well, that... You know, those three things that are, that are highlighted there, um, you know, justice, kindness, and, and humility, they're, they're great principles to live by. And then I realized, well, if we're living by great principles, well, then those principles must also dictate the way that we communicate with God. That's profound, simple but profound. And interestingly here, Robin, if I was drawing out an insight here, because when you draw attention to that passage there in Micah, uh, you know, what does the Lord require of you to, but to do justice, to love kindness, and to walk humbly with your God? The essential nature of humanity, and I guess we could say born into sinful humanity, is to do opposite to that, uh, is to be self-centered, to have our own agenda uh, to not be kind, but to be self-seeking and to pridefully 
think of ourselves as more important than others and even more important than a relationship with God. That would be the opposite to what Micah calls the believer to do. How do you relate that idea that the principles you're talking about, these are good things to aspire to? Um, Well, these these are principles of the kingdom of God. Um, And and it has been said, Bible scholars um, say that that very cleverly here, Micah has taken the whole law, the whole of the of of, of the Old Testament law, um, and he's brought it down to those three things: um, justice, kindness, and humility. Um, and, and I believe it's it, it's a great um, picture of the law. Um, we know as Christians we don't live under the Old Testament law, but our lives are still governed by law, and uh, the laws of decency, the laws of living under the the, the requirements of the kingdom of God that dictate our behavior. Um, and what I like to do with, with this verse um, is I, I, I like to tip it on its head because I looked at justice and I look at kindness. But like you said, we're, we're not born for that. Um, our fallen nature, our, our sinful nature, doesn't automatically do works of justice and kindness. And so I, I flip it on its head, and I begin with walk humbly with God. Now, that, that's a whole, you know, message in itself. That's a whole, you know, for a pastor, there's probably a month's worth of sermons at the very least. Um, but I think humility simply is being willing to, to, to obey, that we're, we're submitting ourselves under the hand of God in a life of obedience. And, and, and that's a life of discipleship, walking with Jesus Christ. Um, and so if, if our prayer life is also dictated by these, you know, when, when I pray, I'm not praying my will. Um, I, I want to be praying his will. I want to be praying things that, that God is, is sitting in heaven waiting to answer. Um, and so there, there comes a place where... I need to come before him um, boldly, as the Bible says. Hebrews tells us we, we can come to the throne um, boldly because of the blood of Christ. But within that, we, there, we still must be humble in the sense that we carry a, a presence of humility, that we revere him, we fear him, who is the eternal God, the, the almighty God, who allows us to come and call us and call him Father. And so... That's that's the beginning point. Robin, let's bring this back to men and the way that we might pray or the motivations that we might have in our own heart. If we're mindful of those three elements and starting with humility, perhaps it's a good starting point. When you're talking to men about prayer and you bring up this scripture and you talk about how that works in practice, uh, how do you suggest men start uh, with the idea of uh, of adopting a humility approach before God uh, before these other elements are built in? Well, that simply is 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 a hard attitude, Neil, um, where we choose to to obey, where we choose to submit. To, to the purposes of God, to the kingdom of God. Our scripture that a million praying men is based on, um, 1 Timothy chapter 2 and verse 8, which is to, that all men should pray, um, raising holy hands. 
Um, and that's the new nature being represented. Um, you know, the, the, the prayer movement isn't a protest movement. <laughs> um, and we see protest movements and we see protests on our television almost nightly, people marching and raising hands in the air, but they're clenched fists and, and there's anger. But if we learn to come to God um, with a spirit of humility, um, then we're not going to come in anger. Because again, the Bible says that the, the righteousness of God does not come about by the anger of man. And so out of our humility, we, 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 can, we can pray justice because we're not praying it out of our spirit. And justice is, is, is the encapsulation of the kingdom of God. So when we talk about the way we might understand uh, the end product of our prayer, having something to pray for. And uh, as we've indicated and in this conversation in one's past about the way we actually pray for things according to God's will, uh, then there's a certain expectation that might come out of that. So for men who are praying, uh, starting with humility and uh, being mindful of these uh, other elements, the way that we might even order our lives, uh, there's going to be more answers to prayer because we're praying according to God's will. Is that the way you would somehow rather frame the way that we might be approaching prayer with humility? We know the Word of God is inspired by the Holy Spirit. So this isn't just Micah's idea. Um, he's inspired to, to write what he's written. And when we think about justice, it, it reveals the righteousness of God. And I guess God is saying to us and um, that he wants men that are born again, that are citizens of the kingdom of God, that he wants their prayer life to reflect his purpose. As, as we've said in other times, you know, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And so we want justice of heaven to be done here on earth. An example, and we only have a short time, so it's, it's probably not a good example to use. But, um, for instance, right now across Australia, people are being asked to pray for what is happening in New South Wales with the new laws that they are going to introduce or planning to introduce to, um, to legalise abortion and allow abortion to take place up until... The, the full gestation of, of a pre-born baby's life. Now, we, we can get angry about that, and we can get upset about that, in, in a sense, rightly so, but how, how do we pray into that? How, how do we bring God's justice into this? And so we've, we've got to find a place where we're a part of the answer and not part of the problem. And so we're, we're, we're not cursing the politicians, that that are seeking to change the law. Um, I'm sure that many people will be saying things about politicians that probably aren't very kind. But that's not what we're called to do. We're actually called to bless. And uh, I think that we need to pray into these circumstances, but we need to begin to get the mind of God. What is justice? Now, we know that justice is that that, that, that these children, that there's no law passed and that these pre-born children are, are not um, uh, aborted. But we live in a world that will do what the world does. And so we've got to find a place of, of justice 
in other words, pray in such a way that our prayers are doing no harm. And no doubt there is a place for activism and even militancy, but it's not in the prayer time, as you're saying, because unless someone takes some action, uh, then we would uh, run the risk of being trampled by those who have their own agenda. But Mm. I can appreciate what you're saying here, that before God, uh, getting angry doesn't necessarily help uh, but it does perhaps do something for our own motivations. And, uh, and so, but I certainly can hear what you're saying. And so for men, humbling themselves and being prepared to face issues of justice and uh, to be in line with what Micah was sharing when we talk about uh, the idea of justice and kindness and humility. Uh, let me point people to the website where you can be a part of what's going on with the movement called Million Praying Men. The website is millionprayingmen.com. Robin Johnson leads Million Praying Men. And Robin, always appreciate your insights. Thanks so much for those insights today, once again on 2020. Thanks, Neil, and God bless. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.